हेलो हाई एवरी वन वेलकम टू गाइडिंग वॉइस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज द गाइडिंग वॉइस फॉर ए बेटर फ्यूचर दिस पॉडकास्ट इज टू हेल्प स्टूडेंट्स एंड यंग प्रोफेशनल्स टू शेप देयर कैरियर्स थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन दिस इज नवीन एंड एम विथ माई को होस्ट सुधाकर डियर लिसनर्स इन दिस एपिसोड वी वॉन्ट टू कवर ए वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग टॉपिक लुकिंग एट द प्रॉब्लम थ्रू कस्टमर्स और यूजर्स आइस एज कोटेड बाई रॉय हेच विलियम्स the first step in exceeding your customers expectations is to know those expectations all right so today's conversation will help us better understand customer expectations by looking at the problem through their eyes and we are pleased to welcome a proven industry leader sai to talk about this intriguing topic sai prasad potraju is working as chief technology officer in the digital era of one of the leading industry sectors in india sai is an alumna of xlri iit and kids and he worked with major giants like general electric tcs and philips wherein he played various roles ranging from program manager to vice president of technical product management a business outcome oriented global leader with more than 23 years of extensive experience leading technology enabled solutions sai is highly regarded for his transparency simplifying complexities collaboration and his passion towards leading learning and coaching sai welcome again to our show today hey thank you greetings everyone thanks for having me here Uh, it's an exciting time where i understand that everyone is going through the covid situations learning your own way on the do's and don'ts of being safe and this is the a right time for us to have a conversation like this and looking to the problems to the customer eyes and then how do we even start about thinking about providing the solutions before we actually provide the solution thank you sai let's get into the discussion we all agree that customer is the king so how important is it to understand customers problems i think that's a great question and every one of us in the it industry and not just it industry any industry need to ask that what is the problem we are trying to solve before understanding the technology that we are going to use mm-hmm. uh, for the students and the newcomers into this industry the very first thing that we try to understand is you know what skills we have and what technologies we know and is a resume completely filled or not but when we actually step into the industry and try to solve a problem we often notice that the solution that we are providing is rarely used by the end users because the perspective of the problem is completely different from the solution that we have created so it's important for us to know the customer view of a problem so that our solution also meets in providing a solution to that view rather than a technology based solution in totality great sai how can we differentiate ourselves as a service provider you know through our customer experience i think there are multiple ways that we can do it um mm-hmm. the first and foremost is to first listen listening is a great habit which we all need to inculcate as youngsters and new into this industry mm-hmm. are we listening to the customer problem correctly and are we understanding the context of the problem 
I'll give you a simple example where today we have a lot of apps that are built in on your smartphones. Every app has a context. Now there is a context in which we use a certain app. And based on the context of the app, the app has been designed in a way that it can be leveraged by the customers. So for us, when we are building applications without knowing the customer point of view and the context in which the problem occurs for the customer, mm-hmm. we are giving a standard solution which may not be of any use to the customer. So the first attribute I would say is listening to the customer problem. And the second one is whenever we are talking about customer problem, there is an amount of sentiment attached to it. And we need to be empathetic towards that problem and the context in which that empathy and uh, problem occur together. Mm-hmm. And understanding that is the key before we even talk about what is the solutioning. And often we jump into the solution uh, with the customers saying that if, if, for example, if a customer calls us and say, hey, I'm facing so-and-so issue, we assume a lot of things and then we also get into the solution mode immediately. But uh, that's the time where we need to take a pause, ask the relevant questions, listen to understand the problem, and then formulate the solution, then go and present to the customer. So some of these steps are inherently built into the process of understanding the customer problem, but we rarely do it in most cases because of which we land into a lot of rework that needs to be done on the IT systems. Thank you, Sai. After understanding the context and listening to their pains and gains, how to put across our solutions from the customer perspective? There are a couple of ways to do it. I mean, I'll start with a simple example in any of the corporate sectors. Mm-hmm. An IT solution should cater to one of the three parameters that I would look at. Either it should have an impact on the top line of the company. Mm-hmm. or it should have an impact on the bottom line of the company where we take costs out. Yep. And the third one is it should improve the employee experience by driving productivity. Mm-hmm. So if it is not meeting any of these three criteria, then probably we are developing a particular IT solution without knowing the, what is the purpose. Mm-hmm. So the question that I would ask is, if we are building a solution, why are we building it? What problem is it solving to the end user? And then it rolls up to the business level or a sectional level or a department level. What is ultimately the use of the IT solution that we are putting in? And if it is not fitting in here, I'll ask myself as to should we really do it? Most mm-hmm. of the times it so happens that the business case will not be able to define very clearly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in case the, the simple litmus test is in case we are not able to define the business case very clearly as to what is the ultimate problem this particular solution is going to solve, we should just pivot it and not do it. Mm-hmm. So in addition to understanding the overall story, thinking from the customer perspective, what else IT engineers can do to improve in the area of appreciating the customer pain and tuning in accordingly? I think the best time spent for an IT engineer is to sitting with the customer understand exactly what they do on a day-to-day process. And sometimes may not be possible if you're working in an IT setup and then the customer is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. More often than not, there is always an opportunity for you to see what the end user is going through, what is the process he's following, and in which step he's going to use our IT solutions. So if you don't understand where the IT solution is fitting in, we often develop a solution with so many gaps the user can't use. So I would recommend anyone and everyone who gets into IT solutioning part 
to understand the customer process first before you build in a solution. It's very easy. You can just observe the user the way they do. This used to be the Six Sigma approach, the lean approach, right? Where you observe everything that's being done, draw the VSM, and then plan where you need to really take out the non-value added work. That's where you need to digitize. So Sai, while the engineers spend more time with the customer in understanding their pains and accordingly come up with a solution, the interaction with the customer actually is in twofold, right? One is the customer experience that we talked about. Another thing that recently we are hearing is about this customer excellence. What is the primary difference between both of these? See, customer experience is all about how they feel, feel about what they get when they use our IT systems. Mm -hmm. Customer excellence is about proactively thinking through what the customer wants even before they ask us. I'll give you some of the examples in the predictive technologies world that we are in right now. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. our IT system that we have, there are three ways of using IT automations in the machine learnings or the data mining algorithms. Mm We can define smart automations where because of the advent of data and the different algorithms that we have, now how do we really use these algorithms to build smart automations where we can contemporize, take away routine activities, digitize them and all that using smart automation. The other area where we can impressively implement this is in providing strategic insights. For example, finding the right window uh, where we need to apply some patches in hundreds of machines at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, how can an algorithm give us the strategic insight as to what is the right window for us to do? And you know, some of the change planning activities that we plan, you know, what is the right timing? Because there are so many things happening in parallel. Mm-hmm. And the third one category that I think is in predictive analytics. You know, can we predict that something is going to happen in future based on the data that we already have in our hand? So there are many categories where we can use data to make customers life easy even before the customer asks us that some problem is going to happen. Because as an IT team, we have an end-to-end visibility into the entire business process. That's what we need to really count on, take advantage of, and be ahead of what the customer thinks in providing the solution. That's what drives towards customer excellence from an experience. Today we are, we are giving customer experience, right? I don't think anyone has any insight. You still have a call center number that you can call to. You can always say I had a good experience or a bad experience. But can we get to a state where the customer knows exactly that this is going to happen to his or her system in advance based on what we already know about the customer 360? So things like that will drive to the customer excellence and that's the major difference that we are getting into. So what can people do or organizations do in order to achieve customer excellence, uh, Sai? See, I think in the digital transformation era, every company that we talk about, every company that has made up a good name in the industry Mm -hmm. are striving towards customer excellence. You know, when we talk about their digital transformation technologies that they're using, the entire methodology is itself in three different streams, I would say, where we are in parallel, we are going through four streams when we are talking about modernization or digital transformation. One is the architecture transformation, where we are moving from a monolithic architecture to a microservice architecture. Some of us are transitioning from monolithic to an SOA based to a 
microservices based architecture and so why we are doing it again to make sure that the customer experience or customer excellence is achieved at the same time when it is translated to an infrastructure transformation you know from a physical service on prem we have graduated ourselves the entire industry has graduated ourselves to the virtual machining kind of concept and now we are also moving to cloud mm-hmm. which can support the microservices architecture in a much more easier way and the third stream that we all are familiar with is the delivery stream you know where we used to have waterfall type of sdlc life cycle and then we move to agile way of working we are now master devops and most of the organizations are adopting devops as the way of doing work and unless we are on devops and cloud microservices is not possible and these are the kind of different hybrid models that we are looking at in the transformation from an architecture to infrastructure to delivery and supporting all the three comes our support model so this is where it teams that we have seen on the call center based support to chatbots to now self service to predictive service that we are going to get so these are all interlinked with each other and every organization is doing it especially the service industry that we see in, in it most of them have specialized coes to deal with each of these technologies and the way we are working on and what used to be the model of a waterfall or an agile probably we are seeing that that is vanishing and everyone is moving towards devops sai changing gears from the delivery standpoint mm-hmm. from young professionals and students standpoint what will be your advice for them who aspire to have this customer centric mindset where should they start the first place i would say is to come out of the academic mindset and then start wearing the hat of an industry mindset because what we learn in theory in our colleges is totally different from what we actually see in the in practice Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it is right or wrong but it's different. So how do we inculcate some of the industry practices in the academics? You know, uh, I'll give you some examples of where we have tie up with some of the universities where we start giving industry projects to them. You know, any technology that we would like to try out, mm-hmm. uh, we tie up with them and then give them as prototypes where they can start building the prototypes and then see if this thing works in industry. that gears them up to understand what is the reality outside and where the subjects that learning in the academics can be actually used in industry mm-hmm. the second thing is about the data oriented approach in everything that we do in the process oriented approach in everything that we do um i come from a six sigma background so we always used to think about you know what is the process is the process stable enough and is the process meeting the expectations of providing the stability and are we measuring the process and making the right interceptions at the right time to know that we are going in the right direction so the process oriented approach backed with the data is the kind of culture probably the youngsters need to inculcate uh, to bring in the discipline of understanding the business problem because once it is drawn documented that's where everyone sees the problem in the same way if you just talk and build user documentation and frd like the requirements documentation in the way that we want it might or might not really result in the best results um, so have a single point of view make sure you customer and everyone who's working on a particular solution sees the problem in the right frame and then start working on the problem 
and we have seen that even the, some of the college curriculums now there is a devops uh, curriculum in academics where people understand why devops is important why we are even trying to do this etc um some source code management uh, there are specialized softwares we also know that uh, now there's application monitoring has become the state of the art where people can remotely monitor any application sitting anywhere even when we talk about the IT and the OT integration that's coming up very high with edge computing so though we are studying this it makes sense for us to uh, start bringing the awareness into the educational institutions on what these technologies are yeah absolutely sai there is a huge uh, difference in the way academic institutes used to operate uh, a decade ago versus what they are doing today they are trying to bridge the gap between the industry and academy so which is uh, good for the students and uh, students have to make best utilization of it so sai i have a different question now that uh, you have rose up to the rank of a cto right so how does a day in your life as a chief technology officer look like so can you share some insights to the audience sure see though we have uh, we can call it any title that we want ultimately we are all striving towards solving a problem for the customer mm-hmm. um and when when i look at uh, you know my day starts in evaluating the different alternatives and the technology solutions that we bring in and the very question i ask is everything that i am reviewing or architecting is it solving a business problem or are we just making the life complex for our end users by introducing this step my major time of my day goes in questioning myself and my teams in are we simplifying an existing process or are we adding complexity and i also believe in empowering teams so that they can make their own decisions Mm-hmm. in arriving at a solution we can fail but we need to just fail fast so that we can try out various alternatives and that that's where most of uh, my time goes in and predominantly in this era of internet and then where information is available so abundantly including some of the cutting edge research that is happening in the technology sectors people need to keep abreast of the technology and what's happening and that's also uh, some of my day's job is to make sure i keep myself aware of what's happening around us in the various technologies so that we don't make any wrong choice in picking a technology that is not yet stable and then invest a lot of money and then pivot it later so it's about decision making with the data available and taking mm-hmm. those risks is what uh, i think every cxo does in their day to day job and it's nothing different for me as well sure uh, sai those are uh, really insightful and uh, what are your favorite books that change your mindset i think there are quite a few uh, mm-hmm. just, um, in the in the ge days uh, we used to have uh, most of the jack welch's book and i think everyone had a favorite copy of that um, and then what i believe in is uh, a lot of uh, ted talks i am a good reader but i only is Uh, read select chapters in all the books i am very bad in completing the entire book i, I always pick the chapters mm-hmm. that i want but i am an avid listener to these ted talks not because of uh, the way they are conducted or anything because of the topics that they choose some of them are relevant and then they talk about the experience so there is an emotion attached to every talk there is an experience that they narrate and it it also connects well with the audience and that's where a lot of ideas come in it that's my starting point to see what topic really interests and then uh, i spend a lot of time in reading a lot of technology books and we the true north 
is uh, to the the new normal the true north these are the ones and the goal is one that has inspired me a lot in the recent times thank you for sharing those titles sai no problem sai thank you so much for accepting our invitation despite your other commitments it was indeed a great conversation on looking at how to see the problems through customers eyes and how we should be geared up to ensure the current theme of keeping the customer at the center hey thank you i think great series i hope this will be really helpful for uh, some of the budding uh, it professionals and otherwise sure thanks a lot sai thanks for uh, amazing support thanks all the best dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content visit or follow us on social media or feel free to email us and we will be happy to share further details with you all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about most widely used symbol after the at the rate and that is hash the hashtag symbol is technically called as octothorp according to merriam webster dictionary the octo prefix refers to the eight points on the popular symbol but the thorp remains a mystery one theory claims that it comes from the old english word for village based on the idea that the symbol looks like a village surrounded by eight fields interesting isn't it thank you for listening have a wonderful day Take care. Be safe.